You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one! Andre! Don't tell me! Everybody and welcome to Hit the Books, the only weekly realistic fancy booking podcast in the WWE universe. That's right. Every single week we book our own versions of Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown. But of course, we need to introduce the head bookers. That is, of course, me. I'm the head booker of Monday Night Raw, and with me every single week is the head booker of Friday Night SmackDown. Uh, the blue brand, the blue biscuit, brisket, the blue brisket. Is that something, Mikey Manfredi? No. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> um, listen, listen. Uh, we added we added these cool new barks to the intro. We thought it would give it a little more edge. <laughs> uh, Your we dog it would give it a little more edge. Your dog literally came in the room as we're starting, <laughs> and then got angry at something outside. <laughs> I mean, I mean that is the dog's right to do, I guess. Um, yeah you know that, yeah, that is so. what dogs do uh how are you doing mikey uh how's it going uh another day another week in the life of mikey man freddy uh anything fun happening uh in your neck of the woods uh well tonight as of the recording this on saturday uh i'm going to gcw's take care tonight with a fellow podcast host of independent waters zach batista Ooh, zach batista you said <laughs> that yeah. that's the uh, interesting well, thing i pulled as from of, the- <laughs> as of as of time of this released episode you'll know we did that yes because we'll have an episode of it uh on wednesday yes that's true subscribe to independent waters to listen to that no, yeah, I <laughs> like Zach Batista is the interesting thing. No, yeah, Take Care is happening in your neck of the woods. That's right. What was the Take Care card? I'm going to look this up real quick. Um, Take Care card. Uh, yeah, you got some interesting stuff happening there. You got, uh, I, I mean, you got AJ Gray, Jordan Oliver. You got a little bit of Nolan Edward. A lot of people were talking well about Nolan Edward. You're seeing former uh, or first ever interviewee, on uh, uh, Independent Waters, Effie against Atticus Kogar, where Kogar's trying to get him to join 440H or whatever. The, what are the 44 Ohio? What are the nonsense garbage Yeah, something thing? like that. Garbage <laughs> faction. Uh, this, card, this card is pretty stacked. A no-rope barbed wire match? Uh, the <laughs> You're going to watch a no-rope barbed wire match, and the next day on television, on pay-per-view, you're going to watch gonna... <laughs> a oh, yeah. exploding <laughs> barbed wire death match. I'm so excited. Uh, we're we're it's gonna be it's gonna be a hardcore weekend. And of course, uh, the big main event there being Ricky Chain Page versus Joey Janela, the GC World Title versus Spring Break. GCW World Title. I like the booking of that. The GCW World Title versus Spring Break. Yeah, I'm really is nervous. The, wait, wait. If if Ricky Shane Page wins, is it just Ricky Shane Page at Spring Break? Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, I'm really nervous that that is what's going to happen. Is that Ricky Shane Page is going to win? I really think that's what's going to happen. I think so too. Uh, I'm I'm fairly convinced that is probably what's going to happen. Uh, but we'll see. I think he's going to win, and then in between now and Spring Break, there's going to be some bullshit that happens, and it's going to be Janela Spring Break again, or like 
or like it's gonna be Ricky Shane Page's spring break going into the event, and then like at the event, it's gonna be like Janela's gonna like break in and take over again. I I I I don't know what's gonna happen, but of course it's already happened in our timeline, so we can't. Janela's gonna like invade Ricky Shane Page's spring break with all of his AEW buddies and take it back. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. Find out. Listen to your guys' review on Independent Waters early this week. It's hard to preview something that has happened a week ago to our listeners' ears. It's yeah, it's hard to preview something that's already happened and that we've already talked about on a completely different show. It's not only like like nonsensical because people already know it. It's also like a week old news. <laughs> like yeah. like it's cold. It's not even cold takes. It's about what happened. It's like cold preview. It's like it's so it's more yeah. So we'll just put a pause on that. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad we're, you're doing we're it. doing a preview while everyone else is doing reviews. Yeah, no, I, I'm glad you're doing it. And then of course, like we talked about revolutions this weekend in our universe. So it happened on last Sunday. Uh, what is your so what what was um uh, uh what is your real your real life review of Revolution uh, after watching Revolution? Uh, how was it? Uh, was it was is this is this bit going to confuse the audience more now that I think about it? Probably. Wow, wow. When I'm when, that, when bit. that big legendary announcement from Big Show ended up being Bo Dallas, it was just really <laughs> something special. Hey, if we get Bo Dallas now, I can't wait to get Liv Morgan. I think Liv Morgan would be a great <laughs> addition to the women's division AEW. What uh, ended up being uh, uh, the the finest Kona Reeves. <laughs> now we're talking. Now we're talking. Um, I would love. I I, I don't know who is going to be, but I'm very excited to see uh, and watch. And everyone will know what's going to happen. But but yeah. Uh, I, again, we're previewing something that's we called. So I'm trying to like. I want to talk about it, Mikey, but we also can't talk about it. Um, let, let, real quick though, like since since we're recording this before revolution and let's 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 just let's just make let's just let's just have a bit where it shows how how off we were who do you think the surprise is going to be oh, tomorrow this is the call your called your shot uh, this is the segment of the show and if we miss it'd be really funny um because by the time this episode comes out we all already know who it is that's true that's true i uh, so okay, so all week long we've been talking on our Slack channel, um, the the Countout Family Network Slack channel, and yeah. I and Ashley of How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling brought up in a great point that is Chris Hero, um, okay, ROH legend, went to WWE. NXT sort of not really too much but sort of you know because he was sort of a player coach kind of guy and I sat there and thought about that pick and I thought it was just so great he's an ROH legend uh Tony Khan would have definitely watched him growing up um 100% I would argue that Tony Khan would say Chris Hero is Hall of Fame worthy um just because of Chris Hero's you know, status as a wrestling fan and knowledge of the wrestling business. I think to tie in with Big Show, it would be great as like as the evolution uh, show. If Chris Hero is on that show, and Chris Hero is like maybe the big bad guy, like the Mako Satamora guy, where he's like mm-hmm. he's the person you work up to to get to the next, to get to dark, to get to the main roster. Like he's the final boss. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think as a player coach, he could be really good and really valuable to AEW. 
The only problem so I you're have... you're saying Elevation is going to be like a video game tournament style, like Mortal Kombat bracket. It should be. And <laughs> and Chris Hero is the Shao Kahn. It should be. I, he should be the final boss. Uh, and so I've been thinking about that all week. The problem is, Mikey, is that I've been thinking about that all week... And I f- and as as of today on Saturday, I read an article saying that Tony Khan is going to go out on stage personally, and they're going to sign the contract right then and there on the stage. And that huh. gave me real pause in my Chris Hero thought, because the only other person he has done that for, where he was present, to my knowledge, for the contract signing that uh, we saw was Chris Jericho. So, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be Chris Hero anymore. It's going to be another old person, isn't it? I think it's going to be a, it's someone that is hugely important to to him on the level of a Chris Jericho. Um, Hall of Fame worthy is a lot of things. I think a lot, there could be some red herrings and whatnot, but... I don't know. I, I, it's someone who's gonna wrestle again. So I think like Bret Hart and all that stuff. Like Christian, I think Christian makes the most sense for a lot of people. But I don't think it's Christian. I don't think it's Chris Hero. I that. I, so I guess to answer your question, inevitably, is that I think it was going. I thought originally it was gonna be Chris Hero, but now I'm even less certain. And as of this moment, I really don't know who it is, and I can't tell you for certain who I think it could be. What do you think? Hmm. I I'm also stuck here because it is like I like I'm trying to think of like who's Hall of Fame worthy and who's who's got the chops. Um, who's Hall of Fame I, worthy in 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 uh Tony Khan's eyes? That's yeah, what, that's Tony my Khan's thing. Eyes. That's my that, that's thing. a that's a big one. He's he's a like ah, hmm. someone he probably like you said probably somebody he watched growing up like a Jericho or like a like Chris Hero or something. But I don't know, like, hmm. Tony Khan personally being there is a big thing. That that's what really, that's what really set me over. Uh, mm-hmm. someone someone noted about, uh, that uh, he, Tony Khan once noted his Mount Rushmore of wrestlers is Chris Jericho, Ric Flair, Bret Hart, and Steve Austin. Uh, it's Stone Cold, Vodka. I hope uh, not. Actually, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if it's one of those four, you know, obviously Chris Jericho, and he wants his Mount Rushmore, he brings in Steve Austin. Yeah, it's, no, it's not going to be Ric Flair because he's already in the storyline right now. That doesn't mean he's not going to pass up money. <laughs> I mean, True. I don't uh, think he's. I don't think he would do that. Though. I, I, also, if it was, if it was any of those, honestly, if it was any of those four, I would be upset. <laughs> I I would agree. I don't. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be. I think Bret Hart of those, I guess three really, are is the most likely. We've also already seen Bret Hart in this promotion, but I, the fact that it's going to be someone who's also wrestling, I, 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 I don't know. It can't be any th- of those three people. I'm, I'm very, I'm very, I'm kind of, honestly, like I'm kind of over AEW bringing in the oldies. Mm-hmm. And I, when I say oldies, I don't mean like ancient, but like I'm kind of tired of them bringing in people like, uh, like, like Paul White, like Sting, like Jake, Jake the Snake Roberts. It's like. Yeah, like, that was a year ago. I like. I thought. Like I thought AEW that was, was going to be here to to bring in independent talent and stuff. You know, they are. Um. Oh yeah, who like Shaq? 
Um, uh, like uh, recently like signed oh, Sean Dean, I know, I the know. captain but, Sean Dean, my man. Yeah, the Sean but where Dean. are they on the main roster? On the main roster, we're get, on Dynamite. We're getting Shaq and we're getting Shaq versus Cody. It's like all of these guys are on the YouTube channel where they've they've been anyway. You know, like all of their matches are like most of their matches are already on YouTube mm-hmm. or on IWTV. Mm-hmm. It's like. I don't know. It's like, sure, like, good for you for putting them on Dark, but, like, also, if you're not going to push anyone to the main roster, what's the point of Dark? I'm gonna, I'm pushing back on that because, you know, Darby Allen is your TNT champion. Uh, so, like, I mean, and then you also got the face of the revolution. Like, who knows if Max Caster won it uh, or whoever yeah. the mystery new person is going to be. Um, I don't know. I just wish. I just wish. I'm also. I'm pushing back two again. Things. Uh, I, I wish they put more more people from Dark on Dynamite, and I wish they booked the women's division better at all. I think they're doing a good job. I I think you know. I I'm not going to push back on the Shack thing. Well, I am going to push back on the Shack thing because I really enjoyed the Shack match, and I thought it was a lot of fun. And that table bump was hilariously awesome. Like it, it, the table exploded, Mikey. It was great. Uh, but like. What what it did? Well, one was get one of their highest numbers, at one of highest peak hours ever since twenty, like the first episode at one point three million viewers with Shaq, which is good for the product in long term. And it's not like they're giving Shaq the world title or Big Show the world title or Sting the world title. You know, they're they've been giving it to Jericho to to establish it, Moxley to make it credible, and now Omega to mix it up a little bit. Uh, so I, I don't know. I don't think I'm not too worried. I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic and patient because I've been shown well, good things, you know, on, on the come up because at the same time I hadn't, I, I saw a discussion with people about like, you know, you know, you don't want these people to become stale. And if we see, you know, your Sean Dean's go from dark to the main roster, to the world title over the course of 15 years or whatever, that's a long-term investment to get invested in this person because his, his journey is going to get there. And then you still get like people like the Varsity Blondes on TV. It looks like they're going to be heading into a feud with FTR as well. Uh, so you get the Varsity Blondes in there as well. Um, I think I understand though, at the same time that you, I feel like of... I think... I'm, I don't even want to put words in your mouth, but I, I, there's a little bit of frustration for me a little bit when... Darby is a is a great point to that, the great counterpoint, but I feel like we've been saying that there's like the future of talent and everything for like two years now, and Darby getting there first is great because that's he was the biggest star at that point. But it's like, okay, we now have like twenty, thirty tag teams, you know, we've had, you know, a couple of A World I don't know. It it feels like we need to start getting some guys up there faster it feels like darby kind of what yeah that's kind of what i'm saying yeah you know that's that's kind of where i agree with you it's like it's it's time like like we've we've had the big guys we've had the big matches we have like i think it's time we start bringing up some of those people that have been just wrestling on dark bring them up and start facing darby have that tnt title be like the thing the 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 new guys go after you know like the the up-and-comers go after because like 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 you said, Darby's the shining example of someone who like made their way up, you know. Yeah, and I, I and Darby was like I would also argue is the only person that's made his way up. Uh, I I am like one of the few people that extremely push back on Jungle Boy being positioned as the next big star because we've been saying it for two years and he what has he done? 
just Nothing. now he's like starting to do stuff with like FTR and get a single cool singles match. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't have any big wins. He, I mean, maybe he gets the wins, the pins in uh, on his tag team, but like they don't, they haven't, they had a you know really bad record in 2019. They had a decent record in 2020. The fact that they didn't capitalize on on that when they when they were huge is is a crime. No, I I think like we saw we saw how 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 hard Luchasaurus was getting over. But I also think we need to establish who is who is important first. I think we're maybe I I think a lot of it is like rushing. I don't want to rush into it. I don't think they are rushing into it. I think they want to build up slowly. They got a three years left on their four year contract. So let's get to the point. Let's build up people. Because you can't have Jungle Jungle Saurus, <laughs> Jungle Express jump up the line when you still got the Young Bucks and all that up top as well. I get it, but it's also like I I personally I think the bigger issue is that they have too many people uh, who could all be who are all possibly in the mix, mm-hmm. and not enough people who are like definite bottom tier. I guess that's Varsity Blondes maybe. But even then, like one could be like, "Yo, you can heat up Varsity Blondes for a title shot." Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. It. There, I feel like there's not enough. Like the the um, tier system is not fully there all the way for a lot of different things. Like it's there for the world title maybe, and the TNT title still being figured out. But like the tag titles, like all I don't know, and and then I don't. I'm still I I'm okay with what they're doing, is what I'm saying. And I think the moves of putting Shaq on TV to pop numbers and showcase to more of an audience will hopefully play out. But I guess we'll see. I still I still I still think they they need to book the women better. But let's move on. Yeah, we're not here talking about uh, AEW. We're here talking about WWE. You're talking about WWE and book WWE. Uh, we're making our way towards Fastlane, uh, not Revolution. <laughs> No, definitely not Revolution. Making our way, making our way downtown to Fast Lane. That is right. We're in a car. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, that was a that was a AEW state of the AEW talk. I guess is what that was. But yes, you're right. You're here booking every single week. Um, Friday Night SmackDown, Monday Night Raw, Mikey. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we, I guess what we're saying is is that we these are our thoughts on AEW's booking so let's put our money where our mouth is and make sure we do good booking on Raw and SmackDown right Mikey I agree let's do it let's let's start why don't we why don't we kick kick off the the beginning of the week here with good old Monday night good old good old Monday night raw Gar- Garfield's worst enemy Gar- Monday <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> uh good old Monday night raw uh, here we go. Opening up. Oh, no, that's not what I wanted. Is this what I wanted? Can we do the thing? That's fine. What is this? Is this the theme song to... What, what is the theme song to Monday Night Raw, by the way? I, I, I was trying to play it, but then all of a sudden I was like, wait, this isn't it. <laughs> isn't it? And the I don't last know what time I watched WWE programming was Elimination Chamber. Yeah, I haven't... I don't know what... I can't tell you what the Monday Night Raw's <laughs> theme is. Uh, well, let's get the show on the road after 20 minutes of pre-roll. Opening up Monday Night Raw of Paul Heyman, uh, already standing inside the ring. Heyman says that where he is standing, he's ha- always had the knowledge. And in his current situation, the knowledge is given to him none other than Rowan Reigns, who, by my money, is one of the smartest men in this business, and that's coming from me. 
Um, as many of you know, Drew McIntyre won his last his match last week and will now face Roman Reigns in a number one contenders match tonight. But here's the thing: this has all been part of the plan. You see, Roman has everything planned out. Drew, he has always been steps ahead of everyone, especially you in particular. While he concocted was what he concocted was nothing more than greatness, and you fell for it every time. You played the fool, Drew, and we took advantage. You never read any contract. You signed out of emotion, out of passion, and quite frankly, Drew, that makes you dumb. So because that makes you dumb, you dumb idiot. Yeah, exactly. So because you just went ahead with your emotion, Roman took advantage of that, and now here we are. And as the WWE universe around me already knows. Uh, Drew, you should have had the knowledge. Uh, you could have had the knowledge, but tonight you will face the head of the table, Roman Reigns, for the shot at the WWE Championship at Fastlane inside a steel cage. Uh, and then the camera pa- oh, camera nice. pans camera pans out, pans up a little bit. We see see the steel cage. <laughs> <laughs> not, not as much a surprise for the live fans. No, no I mean, I not as much a surprise for the live fans. I, I had to acknowledge it in the promo. Uh, but yes, uh, there you go. Uh, steel cage match. Number one contender steel cage match for the WWE Championship steel cage. Uh, fast line. Number one contendership. Paul Heyman is managing Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. I'm excited. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Moving right along, we got a six-woman tag match. Candice LeRae, Peyton Royce, and Ruby Riot taking on the team of Bailey, Nia Jax, and Tamina. Okay. Bailey okay. Bailey it, it has acquired the help of the former women's tag team champions, Nia Jax and Tamina. Nice. Um, just the story point in here. That's, a, that, that's a, some good partners to have. Yes, that is. I would agree. A story point in here is not out of trying, uh, not out of lack of trying, I should say. Candice LeRae never gets tagged into the match from various interferences from Bailey, Jax, or Tamina, or just missed chances. Yes. It's just she never gets into the match. Um, uh, so that also leads to the winners being Bailey, Nia Jax, and Tamina. Okay. Okay, Bailey getting another victory here over uh, over that that team. Yes, um, uh, that, you know ba- Bailey's been on a winning streak here. A little bit of a winning streak, definitely. Um, <clears throat> next up, we got a backstage interview with Daniel Bryan. Uh, Charlie Cruz asked him about his future, what he plans to do for the future. Uh, Brian tells Charlie Where that do you he, see yourself in five years. What do you see yourself in five years, Brian? <laughs> uh, Brian tells Charlie that he's always thought about thought wrestling was about preparing the next generation. Uh, of stars for the future. And when he attempted that, uh, they ended up turning your back, uh, turning their back on him. And I gave Gable everything and they didn't learn a single thing. At one point in time, Charlie, I was the best wrestler in the world. Why wouldn't you want to learn from me? Well, the answer is because you're scared, Chad. You're scared of me. You're scared of what I can teach you. You're scared of what you can become. While I can give you something to be scared of, you will learn your final lesson, Chad. Just you wait. I don't know why him just calling him Chad is like really funny. Yeah, I guess Gable would be better, but I wrote Listen, Chad. Chad. Hey, Chad. Want to go down to the docks later? I hear your dad has a pretty cool sick boat. <laughs> we could shotgun beers on it. It'd be great. Yeah, Chad. Oh, Chad. That, nice, nice job in that lacrosse game, Chad. <laughs> Thanks, uh. Brad. <laughs> Whoa, Chad, your lettuce is looking pretty swift. <laughs> what? Do you, does that, does that, do you not know that lax term? 
I don't. I don't. I'm, I listen. I went. I went to school in Maryland. We we both went to school in Maryland. You lived in Maryland all your life, so you know lax better than I do. What if I told you I was a lax bro? I played the cross. Yeah, I played the cross for years. Uh, see, I don't know. I don't. I don't know lax terms. I don't know. I don't know lacrosse terms. Uh, lax term number one: lettuce. Uh, that is in reference to your hair uh, okay. and the length of your hair. Uh, uh, yeah, so you got a head of lettuce. Uh, so your lettuce, the lettuce is your hair. Fun. That's the fun fact there. <laughs> use that. There use that. Lack, lax lessons with Ryan. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that stinger. Moving right along, Alistair Black taking on Apollo Cruz um, with Tazawa. Uh, in Apollo Cruz's corner, uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, sorry, Aster Black took on Kira Tozawa last week. Ciampa was there for commentary. Ciampa is not here on commentary this week. Um, okay. So Aster Black takes on Apollo Cruz. Apollo Cruz uh, is wearing new uh, his new Nigerian garb, but in this reality, he's not doing a forced accent. Um, or nor, nor carrying it. Well, maybe he's carrying the spear because I think the spear would work in One Nation. Uh, <laughs> also fair um, but uh, there's a, a Alistair Black and Paula Cruz are going back and back uh, really even matchup here uh, and it becomes <clears throat> as soon as Alistair Black gets the opportunity to get to the win he's sitting up for the fade to Black it becomes a DQ finish when Tommaso Ciampa comes out and attacks Alistair Black of the United States Championship belt uh, so Black gets the win but of course through DQ uh, after the match, Ciampa goes to break Alistair Black's arm. Uh, like always, someone's going to make... Of it, it's The arm's either going to break or somebody's going to make the save. There's only two things that can happen here. There's only two things that can happen. He's not like Keith Lee where he can just like throw him off or something. Yeah. Uh, so after the match, Ciampa goes to break Black's arm. But someone's making the save. Not someone, but two people. <gasps> Ricochet and Murphy. Ricochet and Murphy... Nice. I like it. I like it a lot. Yes. It, it, you know, it, it gives you... You know what? I'm not even going to bother saying it. No, no, no. You got to say it now. You set like yourself Ricochet, up. Ricochet and Murphy gives me, like, the vibes of, like, um... What was that show? Um, Mucha Lucha. <laughs> Mucha Lucha? Is that that animated show on, like, Nickelodeon? Have you ever heard of that show? I've heard of it. I never watched it growing up. As much of a wrestling fan I am, I never watched it. I didn't have any interest in watching that show. I don't know why, but Murphy and, Murphy and Ricochet gives me vibes of Rick, well Ricochet from the show and uh, the the sand flea, the bunny one, and the flea. Yeah, the flea, not sand flea. Ricochet, sand Bueno one. Girl, and the flea. The flea, yeah. Oh man, uh, Senor, I'm just looking at Ricochet. <laughs> Uh, looking up characters in Mucha Lucha. Senor Has- Hasbina? <laughs> They're all very good. I think it's his dad. Uh, I, just, I just thought that it was funny that there's the, liter- the literal main character is Ricochet. Snow Pea. Cindy Slam. Snow Pea Z- is the best. The little, the, little, the little guy. Zero Kelvin. I don't remember that one. <laughs> character named Ham Hands. That's my favorite character. Mucha Lucha. What a wonderful show it was. Moving right along, we got a backstage interview with MVP and the LLC. Uh, MVP says he heard uh, what heavy, machi- heavy Machinery said last week, and he feels for them. So this is what he's going to do. He still has this briefcase of excess cash here, and I know you need it, so I want to give it to you. Come back next week, and I'll give you what you need. And there we go. Very, very interesting. 
Very interesting. I'll give you what you need. Yes. Yes, sir. Um, Moving right along, uh, we got Keith Lee in action, the WWE champion in action in the middle of the show here. Uh, He's taking on Mojo Raleigh. You can probably expect how this match is going to go. Keith Lee gets the win. (laughs) Yep. Fair. (laughs) Mojo Raleigh defeats the WWE champion. Uh, Whoa! Mojo Raleigh, extreme push. Uh, After the match, uh, Keith Lee grabs the microphone and says that he's always been honest or always wanting to be honest to the WWE Universe. And in that vein, he wants to admit that this road to WrestleMania has been uh, a nervous one for him. You know, he's held on to the WWE Championship for seven months now, and I don't think there has been a bigger chance of me losing it than now. Uh, I have a week to prepare for one of two wildly different wrestlers. And beyond that, I have a dream match with a legend in this industry. But that's okay. The nerves are what makes us all stronger. When we feel nervous, it's because we know that we are about to what we are about to do is great. The nerves tell me that I'm on the path to victory and legend status. I may be nervous, but I'm not afraid. I've beaten Roman Reigns. I've beaten Randy Orton. I've beaten AJ Styles. I've beaten Brock Lenzer. I have beaten the legends of the past and the present. And when I end WrestleMania with the championship around my waist, you will know I have surpassed my limit and become the legend of the future. I am Keith Lee. I've taken down all comers. I am limitless. I like this Keith Lee being the legend of the future. It's so cool. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. That's what I'm talking I about. I love this promo from Keith Lee. Thank you. Thank you. Um, re- really important for me. I was like, I need, to, I need to get some promo time with Keith Lee here. Yeah, I like this a lot. The, the, he's just going over the list of people he's beaten. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's going to be the legend of the future. Like, it's so good. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, I know you do. I know <laughs> you, I wrote, wrote it. it. I would uh, imagine you do. And that, what if I told you that wasn't my best promo? <gasps> I, have, Continue. I, I have a great. I have a. I have the the best line in promo history coming up. Oh, um, speaking of coming up, we got a video package next where it's a build up to the steel cage main event match. Okay. So, so perfect. Makes sense. <laughs> yes, perfect. Um, next up, we got a singles match: uh, Mandy Rose of Dana Brooke taking on Mickey James of Chelsea Green. Okay, uh, the reverse of what happened last week. Yep. Uh, Mandy Rose gets the win. Nice, nice. Uh, after the match, uh, Chelsea a Green revenge there. Yes, uh, after the match, Chelsea Green and Liv Morgan, who is also there, forgot to mention that. Uh, Liv Morgan, who is also there. Oh, I forgot to mention that. Uh, Chelsea Green and Morgan beat down Mandy Rose. Uh, Dana Brooke makes the save, but Mickey James gets back up and you know chick kicks uh, Dana Brooke right in the noodle. Uh, and here I'm gonna here I'm gonna reveal the name of Liv Morgan's faction here. Finally, after all these years, thank I, goodness. I thought about doing the posse, and you know it's I wanted to bring in the history a little bit make it Liv Morgan's own so I'm calling this faction officially they're going to be known as the squad the squad taking it for herself S-Q-A-W-D the squad the squad squad (laughs) the squad yes um, that is what this faction is going to be known as. So there we go. Um, the, so the squad is beaten down Rose and Brooke. Asuka makes the save. All right. All right. I like it. I like it. I like the squad. The squad. 
taking squad. Liv Morgan taking the name for herself. Yeah, the this you know how like every wrestler has no to have some the sort riot of the squad, but the squad. Every single wrestler has to have some sort of um, uh, like gimmick in front of their theme music before they come out. Yeah, it's just like squad. It's squad up. <laughs> There you go. I was gonna do a. I think I think it's officially gonna be squat up. But also, I like the idea of it being a bird going like squad. <laughs> oh dang. Um, okay. Well, then moving right along, uh, we got the squad and Oscar and all that stuff. Uh, moving right along. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm, I gotta get some water over here. <clears throat> uh, moving right along, we got Edge walking out. Uh, to cut a promo uh, after he's sort of reacting to what happened uh, last week with uh, Randy Orton and Christian. Okay. Um, he walks out, grabs a chair, sits in the middle of the ring, as one does. Yes. Edge says that what has been going on between him and Orton needs to end. Uh, this is beyond tag team partners. This is beyond wrestling. Not the wrestling promotion, but this just the, the idea. This is real life. Randy Orton kidnapped my best friend. Uh, that is the fact. Randy is in, he's in some sort of delusion, and this always happens. The moment Randy is not in control, those voices get inside his head, and he just he goes insane, you know. But you've done it. I can't do anything else but to save Christian. I, 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 I'm forced to I accept your match. It's happening. Fine, it's happening. Edge versus Randy Orton at Fastlane. But only for Christian. I'm not giving you my WrestleMania match. That won't help you, Randy. A WrestleMania match is not what you need. You need help. Uh, and I just want Christian back and end this and move past this. If, if Orton loses, he has to go to therapy. <laughs> uh, hey, therapy is important. Uh, Randy is. Orton comes on the screen uh, from inside the shipping container. Uh, Randy tells Edge that this is not the deal. I don't need your pity, Edge. I said what I want, and I will get that. Randy then holds up a leather strap uh, and proceeds to off-screen whip Christian with it. Yikes. Uh, Edge pleads for Orton to stop, but Randy keeps telling Edge to give him the match. Edge begrudgingly, well, not begrudgingly, but, you know, angrily, fine, fine, you know, he agrees, finally. You can have the match. I'll face you at Fastlane. I'll put my Rumble win on the line. Is that what you want, you son of a bitch? Uh, Orton stops and says yes. Orton walks off screen. There's a pause. And then out of nowhere, RKO from Randy Orton. What? That's right. Whether it was a pre-recorded video or what, we don't know. Uh, but our, Randy Orton's here in the ring. A pre-recorded video that responded to Edge. Yeah, baby. <laughs> he knew He knew that Edge was going to give in. So that's why he said, said yes. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. Uh, Orton grabs the microphone and says that uh, that he wants to make sure that you know what is up for grabs. I'm going to bring Christian with me, and you can see him hang during our match in a cage high above the ring. So when I pin you and take my WrestleMania match, you won't be staring at the lights. You'll be looking at the friend you failed. A shark cage match? Yes. Chris, it's a shark cage match. Winner of the match uh, faces Keith Lee at WrestleMania. Absolutely incredible. 
I love I love that line at the end of him being like, you won't be looking at the lights. You'll be looking in the eyes of your friend who you absolutely failed. Yes, that is that is I I for my money, one of the best lines I've ever written. A Mikey it's level line. I'm like, like it's just like you hear it and it's like, oh damn. Oh, oh, oh. yes. Oh no. Oh hot damn. <laughs> Look at A that jam. Cage match. Winner faces Keith Lee uh for the WWE championship at WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Uh yeah, so that's that's that, Mikey. Um, I got one more main event matchup, so let's talk about it. Uh, okay. of, of course, been building up to it all night. Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns, number one contenders, steel cage match. Um, here, folks, sort of building up this rivalry for a long time. Uh, a lot of it's going to happen here. Uh, Drew McIntyre is just getting beaten down the entire match by Roman Reigns. It's over and over again. A lot of talking, looking at your hands, like what am I doing? He's not doing that, but he's doing the the mid match dialogue that Roman loves to do. You know, he wants yeah. to you know acknowledge me, acknowledge me, throwing Drew into the into the thing. Drew's really selling it, mm-hmm. but the finish, Mikey, is that McIntyre does make a comeback. He Roman is uh, against the cage. He's against the ropes, against the cage wall, in between the ropes and the cage wall. Uh, McIntyre dives into Roman, breaking down the cage wall. Mc, yeah. McIntyre and Roman roll out. Uh, McIntyre is the first person that touches the ground with his feet, thus winning the match. I like it. I like it. Just absolutely wrecking the cage here. Yes. Yes. Make it violent. Use that emotion to get the win, basically. Mm -hmm. He didn't outsmart him. He just out-emotioned him. Use that anger to eventually get the win here. I dig it. I dig it. He used the the emotion to break down the steel cage. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Basically, he he had so much anger and fire in him that he literally broke down a, a steel cage wall. <laughs> Huge. I love the big moments like that. Like I'll never forget that moment where it was Bobby Lashley who speared uh, Umaga. I think right through the cage. U- Umaga not through the cage. Umaga was outside the cage. Bobby Lashley saw him, ran and ran and threw himself through the cage wall, knocking over and landing on top of Umaga. <laughs> Right. That was glorious. Yes, it was very good. I love it. Bobby Lashley was like, oh, you know, worth a shot. Imagine, imagine if, I know, I know, obviously it was rigged to work, but imagine the picture of it not working and Bobby Lashley just running and jumping into the cage and bouncing off. I love that idea that it's just like, uh, (laughs) just being like, what? In for a penny, in for a pound. Here we go. (laughs) Yep. Just yeet. Like if it works, it'll be dope. If it doesn't, it'll suck. Mm-hmm. Just and he yeets himself through. Um, <laughs> I love yeah, it. I like the I like the big the big moment to end the to end the show the end Monday Night Raw with of uh, McIntyre just annihilating Roman and putting him through the cage wall. Mm-hmm. And that's how we get into uh, that's how we get the sort of thing. But yeah, that's all Monday Night Raw, Mikey. Thoughts on the full card. Thoughts I on love- everything. I love it. We're really building up towards Fastlane here. Uh, awesome promo from Randy Orton. Awesome promo from Keith Lee. Uh, the Squad makes their debut. The Squad? <laughs> not not their debut, but their name makes the debut. Yes, we um, officially get get the name, the Squad. Yeah, and ending and ending the night with a big a big steel cage match with Roman and McIntyre. Yes, ending it a ending it a big way. Yes, definitely. Um, went went for it. Went for it on this card. I feel confident. Next week's card, I'm not sure about. But we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> sweet, sweet. 
Exactly right. Uh, okay, then. Well, let's get into SmackDown, why don't we? Yeah, let's do that. All right. So open it up, open it up SmackDown here on, here on the Fox Network on Friday night. We got Carmella Corbin and Sonya Deville coming to the ring to open the show. Carmella grabs a mic and says, Well, the secret's out. Now that the whole WWE Universe knows who attacked Sasha Banks, let's talk business. Sasha, I know you. And I know you won't just let something like this slide. And I also know that you still don't have a challenger for Fastlane for that SmackDown Women's Championship. So I propose, if you want your revenge on me, you can have it at Fastlane for the low, low price of putting that title on the line. So Sasha, if you have an answer, don't hesitate to come and find me. They go to leave, but then Sasha's music hits and she comes to the ring. Corbin and Sonya stand in front of Carmella, but she gives them the motion to, you know, yeah, yeah, let her in. It's fine. Sasha comes and joins Carmella in the ring, grabs a mic, and says, well, it looks like you got me all figured out because you're right. I'm not going to let this slide. I'll take any opportunity I can to get my hands on you. So as far as your match at Fastlane, I accept. Oh, and Sonya, I don't know what they told you to make you do what you did, but I'll see you at WrestleMania after I'm done with her. And she points at Carmella and then... She points at Carmella, looks at Carmella, and then throws a punch at Carmella, knocking Whoop. her down. But then Sonya rushes after Sasha, and soon Carmella joins in on the beatdown. But then Bianca Belair comes out to make the save for, for Sasha Banks. Uh, she rushes to the ring, and Corbin tries to stop her, but she runs right through him, tackles Sonya off of Sasha, which lets Bianca and Sasha get the upper hand, until uh, Corbin then pulls Sasha off of Carmella. And now it's a three on two. With that being a three on two, Elias rushes to the ring. So now it's trio versus trio, and they brawl it out until Sasha, Belair, and Elias stand tall. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. I like it. I like it. I like the infusion of Bianca Belair there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I was like, Sasha needs somebody, and like, I got this is this is where sometimes you take inspiration from real life things happening, and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, Sasha, yeah, Sasha Belair together kind of rules. <laughs> They do. They do. Yeah. So I, w- I went for that. Uh, so- uh, Bianca Bella making the save after she she had she had a big challenge for Sasha. So I had I figured she had that respect there to to come make that save. You know. Mm-hmm. All right. After that, we have match number one. We have a little bit of a uh, a, a, a swap of last week. We have Finn Balor with AJ Styles taking on Jay Uso with Jimmy, and Finn Balor gets the win. Ah, oh, poor Jimmy. No, poor just... Jay. Well, poor Jimmy Jay. was last week. Oh, uh, was Jimmy last week? No, either way, they were going to lose. <laughs> Come yeah. on. Come on. But Finn Balor ends up winning that match. Of course. They have uh, a SmackDown tag team title. Didn't we announce that last week? Uh, yeah, uh, we did. No, yeah, I don't think I don't think it, it wasn't official. Oh, they asked for, they asked for the shot at, at the SmackDown tag team titles last week. We'll do whatever we get to get one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess we'll see. So it, the, the idea yep. of the match is in place, but it's not official yet. Yes. Uh, after that, after that match, uh, we have a segment where we have Seth. We are following Seth Rollins backstage as he has the GM Page's office. He busts right in and says, "Page, I want a shot at." He stops when he sees that Mastiff and Page are already having a meeting. Ooh. Mastiff stands up and meets Rollins face to face, and Page says, first off, Rollins, you don't have the right to come barging in here like you did. Second, you were coincidentally the man I was looking for." See, Mastiff came in here presumably to presumably to ask the same thing you were about to. You both have your issues with Owens, and I get that. 
And since you both want a title shot, this this makes my choice easy. Tonight, the main event, it'll be you, Mastiff, taking on Rollins in a number one contenders match for the Intercontinental title. Have fun, Ooh, you two, damn. and get out of my office. <laughs> Hot damn. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. I love that. That's yeah, that's I'm, good. I'm, I'm, very excited I'm excited for, for that. That's a big main event that I'm excited for. Mm-hmm. After that, we have Pi- we have uh, Piper Niven with Tony Storm taking on Raquel Gonzalez. Ooh, return of more NXT gals. Yeah, uh, and Raquel Gonzalez gets the victory over Piper Niven here. Really, Mikey? Oh, yeah. dang. Was not expecting Raquel to get the win over your lady of the... I was, never mind. Mm-hmm. That, that, I don't want to finish that phrase. Uh, yeah. Your lady, Piper Niven. Yeah, the Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, obviously, they have a match at Fastlane for the her and Dakota Kai have that match at Fastlane. Uh, so, I I was excited to get to to have a, a six a singles match between these two and Raquel Gonzalez getting a big victory. Kai and, Kai and Gonzalez have a lot of momentum going into their match. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. I'm excited. I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. Very excited. Yes, about well, it. let's we'll see what happens. Yeah. After that, we have a video package, which is just which just highlights Balor and Styles starting start as a tag team all the way up to their endorsement from the New Day. Okay. So it's just like, just like, look, these two were enemy, like were fighting, and then they had respect for each other, and then they were a team, and look at them now, you know? Yeah. Uh, so we're just building them for Fastlane, basically. Yes. Build building uh, up building up them as legit contenders for the titles. Yes. After that, we have Karrion Cross in action against Titus O'Neil with Sami Zayn on commentary. Uh, this is a pretty obvious squash match. What? No! <laughs> Karrion Cross picks up the victory here. Uh, and after the quick match, Zayn steps in the ring, stands chest to chest with Cross, and he holds the Universal title high, and the two stare each other down for a while. Cross grins and backs off and heads to the back. I, yeah, you've turn Sami Zayn into like an underdog badass you know like he's not he has no that fear the idea. no fear Sami Zayn um where it's like he is not a scared at all about facing huge challenges yeah uh, and I guess if he if he gets the win over Karrion Cross, we even cemented even more that he's the underdog Mm-hmm. Um, but you know he's already beaten the fiend, so can he defeat Carrion Cross? I don't know. I mean, he's, I mean, Sami Zayn's no Titus O'Neil, but uh, you know, he's definitely <laughs> better than that. So uh, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Who knows? All right. After that, we have another uh, backstage segment where we see Balor and Styles having a conversation, and Morrison and Andrade approach them. Morrison says, hey, look, if it isn't the team endorsed by the New Day. Wow, so cool. What Balor, a, like, what a weird eyes. burn. <laughs> Balor, Balor rolls his eyes and says, what do you two want? Morrison says, we just wanted to come and say congrats on that shining endorsement, even though it doesn't really mean anything to us, because we've already beaten the New Day, and we've beaten you too. Don't forget that we're still the champions and it doesn't matter how many stupid endorsements you get from anyone because at the end of the day, we're the champions and what we say goes. Style says, sounds like the champs are afraid to face us one-on-one. You scared we might take those titles? 
or Sid Andrade laugh and say, us? Afraid? That's hilarious. We just don't want to waste our time having a match that we know we can't lose. Balor steps in and says, so if you're so certain you'll win, then there's no harm taking us on at Fastlane for those titles. Hey, there we go. Morrison says, for the titles? Absolutely not. (laughs) You two haven't proven you're even worth the time of day. But I'll tell you what, I think we're both feeling a little generous. So we'll take you on at Fastlane. And if you miraculously win, then we put then we put our titles on the line on the grandest stage of them all, WrestleMania. But when you lose those little tag when you lose, those little tag team dreams of yours are over. And you never get to challenge for these ever again. Oh. Styles and Ballard consider the offer and extend their hands without saying a word. Morrison and Andrade laugh, shake their hands, and Morrison says, you don't know the mistake you just made. And the champions leave. So let me get, me get this stipulation straight. If Styles and Ballard defeat Morrison and Andrade at Fastlane, they <laughs> then challenge for those titles, those SmackDown Tag Team titles at WrestleMania. Yes. If they lose... They are never allowed. If they lose at Fastlane, they are mm-hmm. never allowed to team up ever again. They're never allowed to challenge for the titles ever again. Oh dang! Oh, I was hoping too sweet would be over. But uh, <laughs> sure, we could do that too. Fine, fine. It, throw it in there. Add throw, that stipulation to it. That makes me. That makes that makes me uh, not really confident that us uh, Morrison and Johnny are going to win that match now. <laughs> You're just so willing to throw that stipulation in. Uh, two two sweets, two sweets ending, and then uh, they can do a whole bet that's like, ah, oh, it doesn't matter because two sweets for life. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound like regular WWE. Sure. You know it. Uh, so yeah, after after that backstage segment with the the, the two tag teams, we have Bianca Belair taking on Sonya Deville after this the uh, the beginning the beginning uh brawl. In the in the opening of the show, mm-hmm. uh, and Sony Deville gets a hard fought victory here. Oh, there we go! Another win for Sony Deville. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Building her up a little bit here. Keep keeping keeping her hot for WrestleMania coming up. Yeah. Uh, whether she takes on whether she takes on uh, Carmella or Sasha. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we have a backstage interview with Kevin Owens about the number one contenders match coming up. Owens says. Personally, I don't think either of them deserve a title shot. What do they do to prove they earned it? Mastiff lost to me and then attacked me from behind? Then Rollins just then Rollins just blindsided me. He hasn't even been here in weeks. Look, what I'm saying is that I hope they settle whatever little beef they have tonight because trust me when I say that neither of them are getting a shot at this. And he holds up his title and walks away. He holds up a plate, and he's like, "Ah, oh, shit, I lost the title. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And, of course, the main event is Mastiff versus Rollins, number one contenders match for the Intercontinental Championship. Mm-hmm. However, this match ends in a no contest when Kevin Owens runs in on this match with a chair and beats down both of the both of the challengers. And that's how SmackDown ends with Owen standing tall over both potential challengers for his IC championship and a dented chair in his hand. Ooh, I love the dented chair. Oh, dang. Oh, dang. So what, so what does that mean? No contest. 
No contest. No contest. I, I no guess... contest in a number one contenders match. That 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 means that Owens doesn't have to fight anybody, right? I guess we'll find out next week. Yeah. Next week we'll find out what happens with this uh, icy title picture. But uh, yeah, no, uh, very solid SmackDown here, Mikey. I enjoyed myself listening and listening, and imagining the world that you've created. Uh, I love, uh, like I said, I'm a big fan of Mastiff. I like where it's going, carrying Cross. Um, it's it. I feel like last week had a lot of like pushing the story forward, and I feel like this week had a, like a lot of like the story continues. It wasn't like new developments in the story, except for like tag titles had this development. Bianca gets infused into the story. Like it was, you know what I'm saying? Like there wasn't like mm-hmm. development. Um, it was just like detail or like bits that I I think were good all sort of important parts because Bianca in there makes it is like okay now where are we going to go with Bianca here she lost the match so is that just it with Bianca obviously we can go into a tag team match or something next week uh or what you know what have you uh Tyrus O'Neal is he going to get a title shot who knows titles on O'Neal is that anything uh that's when we give Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil, baby. Yeah, baby, the big IC title push that we need. Titus O'Neil. He's got all of them. He's got all the titles. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, we, we're establishing that Balor and Styles are, are legit contenders for the titles. You know, it's those detail things is what you're doing. You're you're establishing the point. You you pushed them towards the title picture last week, and now we're establishing that they are legit. Uh, establishing that Raquel Gonzalez is legit. Establishing yes. that Karrion Cross is legit. Establishing that Sonny Deville is it's establishment episode, establishment season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think is good because this wasn't the go home show. This is the episode before the go home show. So you're establishing and putting the details in for next week episode of you know blow it off to make me hype for the pay per view or whatever. Well, I already have the main event set for next week's paper for next week's go home show. Is that a tease? Do you have a? Do you have a? Is it? Can we get a tease? I I don't have. Do I have the main event? No, I don't. My main event's probably uh, gonna be a contract the, the signing. Tease will, the tease will be. It has. It has something to do with the op- the opening of SmackDown this week. I have. I have two. I, I have two of my matches already picked for next week. Very interesting. I can, can tell you one. If you, I can tell you one, if you tell me yours. All right, I'll tell you mine. If you tell me yours. Okay, I'll tell you mine. Which one do you want to know? Number one or two? Two. Well, one of them is a women's match, and another one's a men's match. Two. Uh, I don't know which one is which. I guess the two is the men's match. Alistair Black, Murphy, and Ricochet versus One Nation in a six-man match. I also have a six-person match, and it's Elias Banks and Belair taking on Sonya Carmella and Corbin. <laughs> I love Elias being in there. Because, like, yes. Elias is getting pinned. <laughs> well, I guess Car- Car- Carmella should probably get pinned. Just because... I mean, Eli- listen, Elias, Elias beat Corbin last week. <laughs> The eternal feud. I feel like they've been the feuding for. Feud. I feel like they've been feuding for the entire run of this podcast. The eternal feud of Elias and King Corbin that never ends. Oh my god! It's just you don't know it's what like, to do it's with like Elias. Sight with those two. It's just they work well together. They have this sort of a dichotomy that works well. And I don't want to put King Corbin with anybody else. You don't want to put a King Corbin with anybody else. Elias, we're just sort of like I don't really know what to do with this guy. Like, he's a... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I feel bad for him, but also I don't. Um, very nice. Very solid. Six woman. Six... Six mixed... Six mixed. 
Six mixed. Six mixed. Coming to a candy shop near you. <laughs> um, I very, very much like that. Uh, and I'll just, I'll just reveal my other uh, match as well, Mikey. It's going to be the squad. Taking on, taking on, as I already know an audience, um, taking on Asuka, Mandy Rose, and Dana Brooke in a six-one match. All right. I like it. I like it. We got two. We got three. Three six-person matches next week. Yes, true. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of, that's the end of today's episode. But before we go, we said at the top of the show they would like to keep the show as realistic as possible. The best way to do that, uh, to make sure we get these random, kind of random sort of injuries or wellness policy violations or just Vince McMahon randomly being Vince McMahon, um, we have a randomizer, a list of like 40 plus options, um, where, uh, we will roll them at the end of every single episode. Uh, the loser will get them rolled on them. That loser, folks, is whoever you voted had the less interesting match, or not match, but less interesting show card last week. Uh, You can vote every single weekend on Twitter at CountOutPod, and there you can vote uh, who had a better card. Is it Raw? Is it SmackDown? Uh, So, Mikey, let's get to it. Monday Night Raw has won the poll, Mikey. Another win for Raw. Two weeks in a row, Ryan. How you feeling? Uh, is it? I, I think it is two weeks in a row. Uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling confident. I feel like I personally am on a, a solid stretch. I'm feeling confident with my, my shows, my cards. So I'm mm-hmm. glad that the audience is enjoying them. Uh, because, you know, as I wrap up in the fast lane, wrap up into uh, WrestleMania... This is what I've been planning for months. I think it's still since the start of season four, I've been planning all this and putting this into place. So I'm excited to finally get there. I'm I'm glad the audience is enjoying themselves. So because of that, Mikey, I'm going to hit the randomizer on you uh, so that these sort of changes can help creatively motivate you to do better. (laughs) Oh, no. I do need to do better, though. I've lost two weeks in a row, and it's a huge bummer. That's true. That's true. Um, let's see what we got to load. Honestly, I'm hoping for another uh, miraculous recovery for you so uh, Ruas can make it back to, to Mania. To Mania. Uh, no. Instead, I rolled a double booking. Double booking? Hit the randomizer twice for two random oh, actions. Oh, no. <laughs> Get, strap yourself in, Mikey, because it's about to become a wild ride. Oh, no. Okay, uh, I'm rolling it. Uh, please don't hurt me. I'm rolling it. Uh, I'm going to roll it again. And I'm, I'm going to keep this in the show, Mikey. But I rolled it, and it came back as a double booking again. I'm not going to do three on you. That's too cruel, even for Quadruple. me. Quadruple. <laughs> That's even for me. Um, <clears throat> but here we go. Uh, your first one is going to be a heel turn. A heel turn? A face superstar must turn heel. Very interesting. Obviously, it can be a man, woman, or tag team. You can turn mm-hmm. heel. Damn. Kind of wish I didn't do it last well. week with Sonya. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. You have Bianca Belair turn heel. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's everyone's against Sasha. <laughs> Even Elias. Even- <laughs> <laughs> I knew it all along. <laughs> Alright, let's see who's on this card. Oh. Finn Balor, Jake I, I, Russo, I think Newton. I think I need to do this and I need think I needed this to be said as well. Cause Mikey, this this is a huge wrench and could help motivate that heel turn as well, maybe. I oh, don't God. know. Title change. <gasps> a title must 
change hands on the show. A title change. Yes, sir. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's huge. Oh, Mikey. <laughs> oh, strap in. I The chairs are rumbling. The rocket is shooting off into the moon. To the moon. Mikey has a, to a title change and a heel right turn. Right before fast lane. Right out of the gome, the right before fast lane, before WrestleMania, the stories are in place, the stories are being made, and he's gotta put the title on the line and lose it. That's right, titles O'Neal is back. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Titus Strap him up, baby! New Universal Champion. Universal Champion. Titles O'Neal. That's right. He'll turn. Big champ. Big time champion. Florida Gator an hour. That's what I'm talking about. Titles O'Neal. All right. Um, honestly, you want to know, know what's funny? The idea for the title change is easier to me than the heel turn. Okay. Well, let's do that first, I guess. Okay. So the title change, I we're just gonna we're just gonna push up the faction lane match. You know what? We're gonna jump right into it tonight. The main event is no longer a number one contenders match for the Intercontinental Championship. It is now a triple threat match for the Intercontinental Championship. Oh shit! Oh shit! Between Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, and Dave Mastiff. And the winner is Seth Rollins. Oh the Intercontinental Champion, Seth freaking Rollins. That's beautiful. Uh, I'm going to write this down for you as you're still thinking of your other <laughs> stuff you. to give you give you some time to think. Yes. So it's Mastiff. So in the end, the main event is Mastiff, Rollins, and Owens in a in a triple threat for the number one for the for the Intercontinental Championship, which was supposed to be the fast lane match. Uh, but now we're pushing it up, and uh, Seth Rollins gets the victory. New Intercontinental Champion Seth. Rollins, Seth freaking Rollins. I imagine. And, I imagine Kevin Owens' promo is all. I imagine the rest of your promos in your card will also change. Throughout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, but yeah. Holy. I'll fix. I'll fix those. I'll fix those later. I'll fix those in post. Um, yeah, I'll fix. I'll fix those in post. Uh, we have we have promos and stuff and segments that need to change for that, but that's okay. The, but this is the title change is what sucks about the randomizer because it affects this show. So your show just got a whole lot better. Yeah. It has got a whole lot better. It has an IC title triple threat match that's been boiling for weeks, for months even. Seth Rollins, new champion. First time yeah. ever IC champion, I believe, in our universe. Um, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's, he's been IC champion in real life. But I think this is the first time he's ever won it in our universe. I can double check that for us, but I believe so as well. Yeah, this is so. This is this is this was the, like I said. This was supposed to be the fast lane match. Uh, this is what I was building to between these three. Uh, but since 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 I have to change titles, might as well just pull that trigger right out right now, right here, right now. No, oh, yeah, uh, I get you. Do it, and then we'll figure out uh, the new match for fast lane. Yeah, no, I get you. There we go. There we go, folks. Uh, heel turn. What are you thinking for the heel turn? The heel turn? I still have no idea. Oh, man. I don't know. There's like... It, I feel like there's just no good moments on this card where someone can turn heel. You know what I mean? Why is it the... Why should the heel turn be the new day? 
That's that's an interesting move. <laughs> that would be a bold move. That'd be a bold. That's a bold move. Because the heel turn doesn't have to be somebody on my card. It just and it can be anybody on my roster. I just have to establish it at some point. Yeah, it could be a heel move where like someone does something to Mastiff, and that what causes him to lose the title. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's already going against two heels in that match. I guess that's true. And yeah, because um, it, it should be maybe it's Titus O'Neil, so that he start, start. That's the start of the story. The start of the heel turn is losing, is getting squashed by carrying cross. Yeah, and that's the other thing about the heel turn is that it could just be you turn someone heel, and it's not necessarily they do it on this show. It's just you know in the future we get in the future. Yeah, we have to establish that. Um, let's see what my let's see what my heel face uh, spread is looking like. It is a little weighted towards faces, so this this actually this actually can help even things out here. A in every bit. single category, men's, women's, and tags, you have more faces. Yeah, this could help even things out a little bit here. Um, I'm looking at it as well to come up with, with crazy pitches. Let's turn Seamus heel. Yeah, that's an easy one. Yep. That's an easy heel turn to do. Throw Let's him. turn Seamus heel. Uh, we will probably establish it next week on the Go Home Show. Some Somewhere. Uh, <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Sheamus would be a good uh, tile contender for Sami Zayn down the line. You you stop giving away my plans. <laughs> uh, beautiful, very beautiful. There we go, folks. Okay, that is it for this week's episode of Hit the Books. Thank you, everybody, again for listening. And like always, you can vote in our randomizer polls every single weekend at Countout Pod on Twitter. Again, at Countout Pod on Twitter. Um, I'm breaking this news to Mikey first. Because I think it's hilarious. We just surpassed 100 subscribers on YouTube. Uh, YouTube. We don't really push the YouTube. I mean, we push the YouTube on the show, but we really push the YouTube as much as we should, probably, um, across our network or or really. But, you know, we got 100 subscribers. So thank you to all of those subscribers on YouTube. That's very cool. Yeah, thanks, guys. That's uh, awesome. Uh, maybe we'll try to do more stuff for y'all in the future. Who knows? But but thank you again. And you can join the subscribers as well by heading over to Count Out Pod, Count Out Network, whatever it's called, Count Out on uh, <laughs> on on YouTube. Um, you can also subscribe if you can subscribe to our show and give us five star reviews on Apple Podcasts. It takes no time at all in your day, but helps us out immensely more than you realize. Uh, if you can go over to Apple Podcasts and get, leave us a five-star review, you can even leave us a little bit of a comment. We would appreciate the comment. And even then, we'll read it on the show if you leave one. So we would appreciate it. Uh, again, follow us on Twitter at Uh You can donate. There's a link in the description of the podcast. If you like what we're doing here, donate to our Red Circle as well. Um, uh, we would appreciate it. Uh, help yes. fund things that we're doing. You know, we've got a lot of, lot of, lot of things we got to pay for and stuff. So we would appreciate <laughs> that. Um, or you can subscribe. I don't know. We'll talk about this. Uh, but yeah. Um, what else? What? Else? And Mikey, anything to plug? Let's get let's get your plugs of the uh, way as I try yes. to think about what I'm thinking about. So yeah, go check out uh, Independent Waters every Wednesday here on the Countout Network, where me and Zach Batista uh, take a trip to the independent wrestling scene, and we bring back matches for you to watch. We give them our own little review, uh, and we really like doing it. We I think you'll really enjoy the show if you like independent wrestling or if you're new to independent wrestling because me and Zach started off this show as newbie as complete newbies to the indie scene. So uh the 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 more the more we watch and the more we do the show, the more we can learn and grow together. So go check that out. Uh if if you like indie wrestling at all. And as we already teased at the start of the show, 
uh, with like a 20 minute discussion. You guys reviewed GCW's Take Care show. Yes. Yes. Um, we, we just, uh, me and Zach were there live. Uh, we're, we're leaving in about an hour to go, <laughs> to go watch it. I think half uh, an hour, actually. What? I think half an hour, right? He's coming at three. He's showing up in a half an hour, but we're leaving in like an hour and a half to oh, go okay. actually see the show. So we'll be there. We, we were there live. We'll give you a review of it. We, we gave you, a, we gave you a review of it uh, on Wednesday. So go check that out. If you want to hear all about uh, GCW's take care. Yeah. do definitely go check that out. Definitely check out all of our shows and check out my show as well. G one and only every other week. Uh, I go through basically the history of new Japan. Uh, as I've started to discover going through the history of new Japan, through the lens of people who have only wrestled in G1 Climax once. Um, it's a very fun, interesting show. Last episode, I talked about Jun Akiyama. Mikey, real real G1 discussion here, real quick. Jun Akiyama was in the G1 Climax once, and he is a star from NOAA, a completely different company. Uh, and he, what if I told you that his run in the G1 Climax was not only one of the greatest runs I have seen on this show... But is also, one could argue, and I could argue, was one of the ways that helped get New Japan out of the Enochiism era, uh, which was which was the dark period for New Japan. Yikes! Yeah, that that's that's what we talked about on G One and Only. So definitely go check that out. And of course, we'll have uh, hopefully a new episode this Monday. Um, at the time of recording, I don't have my DVDs yet. I know they're coming in. I think they're coming in Monday, so I'm not sure if I'll have them all done by time, uh, by time this upcoming Monday. Maybe it'll be the week after that. I don't know. Either way, there'll be another episode, uh, coming up soon. But definitely go check out G1 and Only. Uh, it's a great show. Go check that out on the Countout Network. And all the re- and go also go check out all the rest of our shows here on the Countout Network. We have, uh, How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling every Thursday and, uh, Your Dose of Death every Tuesday. Correct Mundo. Uh, that's it. That's all we got to do here, folks. We're done. We're out of here. Mikey's got to go to GCW. Uh, Mike is time traveling back to GCW. Uh, and moving forward, he's previewing the review. Uh, and yeah, and I'm just going to go, uh, I installed a bunch. I'm just going to eat my lunch. I got Taco Bell. I got nacho fries. You know, the nacho fries are leaving. Anyways. I love, I love, the uh, man, I, I, I'm at, me, me and Batista are going to go get something to eat before the show, so I'm going to try to convince him to get Taco Bell. Yeah, Taco Fries are <laughs> leaving. Man, I'm got, craving it. Gotta get them while they're it. here. That's a quick Taco Bell talk. But thank you, everybody, for this episode of Hit the Books. Thank you so much, everybody. We love you so much. Until next week, we've got two words for you. Book it. This has been a Countout Podcast.